Mazel tov, as we say. Mazel hey, tov. kids. How are you? You want to? Hey, Elon. You want to turn sideways? Not you. The the phone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I can't. Tur- I can't do this the whole time. I'm not going to do this for you, Fred. I like you, but not enough to to get a creak in my neck. Look Maybe how on I am already. Rolled. We haven't even rolled. The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. Do you have to be that much face? Can't you be a little bit body? That's how that's how big my face is. Yeah. Did you notice how I'm doing some body, some face? You're like this. Hi, Elon. <laughs> Do I save this for the show? I wish I was. I'm trying to figure out how to record. <laughs> Do it again. Make it all happen again. Well, let me let yeah, me get my again. moon pie face up there. Yeah. Get your face up there. <laughs> Save it, save it. This is too good. Already. Oh, we're ro- we're rolling out. John, you want to do oh, your famous claps? Do your famous. Oh, claps. Yeah, do we have claps? And we're all timed out. This is exciting. We're ready. So, uh, let me just set up before we actually start going. John Holmberg, uh, Hi, John. Uh, bald Hi, guy. Uh, well, that was unnecessary. Well, yeah, if so I were black, really, if I were black, how are you going to introduce Elon? This is going to get off. Yeah, Jew guy, Jew guy, yeah, Jew guy, hat <laughs> guy, bald, bald guy, guy, black guy. Hat guy. How dare you? He's not a hat. <laughs> All right. So we're good. Hey, Elon, do you know anything about Kevin sports? Pollack show, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do your Kevin Pollack, John. What's your. Everybody calm down. It doesn't work on the iPad. You have is a that Kevin Pollack? He's got. Wow. He's got Turn him to Adam West. Everyone just calm down. Oh, that's We'll get good. through this together. Sorry. So is this all impressionists all the time? Is that what this is? No, 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 no. We're just, uh, just, we found it interesting and the audience likes that. So good, good. I like that. Okay, we had go. Kevin Pollock on uh, a couple of weeks ago and people went pretty crazy for it. John good. and I go back and forth with lots of impressions and Scott good. usually is remote while John and I are in the studio and Scott good. is always getting cut off in size uh, in anger. So- Great. Uh, That's pretty much. And I do no impressions. <laughs> oh, so then he, he's useless. All better for you guys. All the better. Oh, good. And is there is this room is a little echoey, but I put these on to help. Is it helping? Is it echoey still? It's going to be fine because everybody, everybody, everywhere. Right. Is, um, good. We're good. all in our bunkers. Nobody is allowed out. So every everyone's right. going to get used to this weird tin can lifestyle we're living. It's a strange. John, I thought. I thought I had the nicest bunker. That looks like a good bunker right there. It's yeah, it's my man cave. I'm in uh, I'm in my Steelers bar. Amazing, amazing. This is my this is my cigar lounge office oh, media nice. center. Yeah, very nice. All right, Frankie, give us your uh, intro for crying out loud. We're, All right, we're, we're, little listen, settle down. This is. <laughs> I, this I is only have so much. Per, I only have so much performance energy in me. This is the this is casino. I was just making. Like this is casino. The Jewish guy telling the Italian guy what's going on. Here we go, huh? You ready? You ready? You ready? We're ready. Come on, watch hey. show everybody. You know. So Elon Gold is with us. We had uh, Kevin Pollock on a couple of weeks ago, and people have we started? Like, yeah, have no, this is, started? It. this is it. Oh, this is this, this is your intro. <laughs> oh my God, that's your intro. So so Elon Gold is here. That's how you started. What did show? you want? Did you want me to go through IMDb? 
No, first of all, get, yeah, give me a credit. Give me a show title. Welcome to the Frank and John or whatever show. You know, give me a title. It's, it's, kind, of intro, it's kind of a big intro, though. I'm already, I'm already complaining. Like, and I know none of your, none of your uh, uh, viewers will will know this anymore. But I'm already doing my Charles Grodin. I really, uh, I, re I really <laughs> don't appreciate uh, the way you introduced me. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people. He was in Midnight Run. He was in a lot of movies. Beethoven. I was in Beethoven. Are, 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 are you asking me? Are you asking me now what movies I was in? Is that what you're asking? Did you have a did you have a bit That's or crazy. have a bit that goes the difference between Charles Grodin and Jeff Goldblum? Oh, that's interesting. No, but I could do it for you. But first, can you give us a proper show intro? Hey, it's yeah. the Frank Caliendo cast starring Scott Long, yes. Yes. Don Holmberg, and yes. me, Frank Fatface Caliendo. Yeah, I was going to say it's a it's a lot of face for the camera. <laughs> I, I'm doing part face, part body. I think it yeah, that's better. Even, a, even more. You see where that chair is behind you? That Try better? that. So that just see the chair behind you. Who is that? The chair for Elijah? Do you have any Jewish fans? Because I'm <laughs> dropping Jewish jokes and nothing. I finally know what it's like for uh, when I am on somebody else's show. That's right. I, it's yeah. torture. It's you, pure. You, you've lost control. And now this is, listen, it's your fault. You invited me. I'm the Jewish Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> that was a joke. Thank you, John, for getting like Frank's that. a little slow. I got it. Day. I got it. I liked it. I just had to think about it. The, By had the way, I don't know if you notice, and I hate to interrupt this fantastic intro, but I don't know if you notice, but I've got CNN in the background because I am monitoring the situation. That's I'm right. How? By the way, I know you do an amazing Leno, Frank, but how how Jay Leno is that to say? Imagine if like Jay Leno was on the call, like, oh, Frank, we are monitoring the situation. <laughs> <laughs> that, wouldn't that be like such a Leno thing? Like the best thing about impressions is when you get in their heads and you say what they would say. That's what I always like prided myself on. When I started out, all my whole thing was doing impressions of other comedians, but I'd write the material in their voice. Yeah. So, and I remember meeting Richard Lewis once and he was like, oh man, I, I could have sworn I wrote that bit. I, I, I oh. can't believe it. It's a, it's a nightmare that I didn't write that. And it was just so crazy that I could really get in, like, I yeah. don't want to say, I don't want to say that part of my talent, I don't want to use the word talent, you could call me talent. Genius, you know, call part me, of your genius. Part of my, thank you, part of my genius, and you said it, I did not. Yeah. Part of my genius is that I can get in their heads, and that's what is part of your genius and all that. So my point is, Lena would get on this show and be like, Frank, Frank, I'm monitoring the situation. Can you do it for me? Say, Frank, I'm monitoring the situation. Hey, Frank, hey, everybody, hey, Frank, I am monitoring the situation. Is that all right? Is that okay? Hey. <laughs> John, get in here. Let's just do all Leno's except for Scott and see what happens. Huh? Oh, yeah, all right. right. Well, this is good. What's going oh, on? Everybody's going to do it. We might as well undo it. But here's the thing. Here's the rule. If we're going to do trio Leno's, only one of us can go up and the other can go down. The other two can go down. Well, one of us can go up. I'll take the down Leno. I'll take the down Leno. You guys can go up and go up. I like the down Leno. My, no, bit, my bit that I did on The Tonight Show on Jay, I literally opened the set by saying, you know, Jay has the best monologue in all of late night because he's so funny. He doesn't even need punchlines. His setups are so fun to watch the way he just trails off. Right. So I just got up there. I was like, oh, this is good. You about this? You about this? Kevin, you about this? Oh, Donald Rumsfeld back in the news. Amazing. Amazing. You about this? 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 
<laughs> and and the whole audience laughed. And of course, Leno's in the back going, yeah, okay, okay. And then during the commercial break, he leans into me in between telling me, you know, I don't touch my Tonight Show money. I'm like, okay, thank you, Jay, for that, for that financial advice. You know, thank you, J.P. Morgan. He's Jay Leno P. Morgan. And I was like, okay, that's great for you. And then he goes, you know, when you were starting to do me, I was like, oh, he's complimenting me, which means he's just going to slam me, which you did, which you did. But it's fine. Well, he would always have me on the show, he would always ask me to do it as well. Right. So or I don't know if he'd ask you to do it, but he would ask me to do it. So he'd go, no. he go, you're gonna do some Madden, you're gonna do a bunch of mad, do some mad, do the Madden thing, that'll be really good, do some Madden. And then, uh, you know, he didn't do me, he didn't do me. Oh, oh, that's so good. I didn't do the stuff, stuff what you do to me. And then you can do the, you can do the, and then dogs are surrounding him because so he's going good. into that such a, but mine would always turn into, and this is what, this is what John and I constantly do is fine that the impressions turn into something else. And my yeah. Leno would always turn into Beaker from the Muppet Show. So I'd yes. be like, welcome to Muppet Labs, where the future's being made today. Welcome my assistant Leno. Leno? Wow. By the way, and it's so funny, when you, this is why you're the real master, Frank. I just do Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Do more of it. I'll tell you why you're the master. When I do my Leno, it's good. It's okay. You hear, oh, that sounds like Jay. Not only is it pitch perfect, but your face becomes him. It's like you're George Bush. The face becomes him. And, and I only have a couple of impressions, like my Goldblum or my Howard Stern, where the face, otherwise I'm just doing a, a silly little voice. You're okay, I want you, to, you, I want you to do both those, because the Goldblum is the bar that's set yes. for the Goldblum. Thank you're you. the best. I've always, said, I've always said that we have, each of us who do impressions, we have our five guys. It's our five signature guys. But hold, before you go, it used to be that way. Uh-huh. That's and? the way we all used to be until the internet. And then everybody Correct. just started watching Correct. everybody else and doing Correct. everybody else's impressions. <laughs> You're so right. You're and so everybody's, right. everybody. Yeah. And then there are TikToks where people are teaching, like, this is how you do the Donald Trump exactly <laughs> the way that right. whoever does like they all do they they don't they teach somebody else's impression by the way frank do you have a donald i'm kidding i almost get the way you can do it so dryly i almost yeah. fall for it i almost like wait a second i was just doing it like i want to like kevin yeah. pollack said we're just trying to we're trying to uh, uh, please each other and make each other right. laugh so much right. that right. when you do that, so give us a. a, a I'll give help. you the Goldblum, but speaking of Trump, the only thing because uh, you got to close with the Goldblum, but we're not even halfway done with this shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know you don't open with the Goldblum, uh, but the thing about Trump because I don't do a Trump and like it's not even something I want to work on because everyone does it and they do it so well. So why would I? But the one bit that I did that went kind of semi-viral on the internet is Trump in Fast Forward. And that I could do for you for you and your viewers right now. So the premise is basically his speeches are so redundant. Um, John, redundant means it's the same thing okay, okay. over I, I, and over. I understood most of this, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to slam everybody because otherwise Frank <laughs> will feel bad. We don't Frank care. That's what, I, that's what we do to each other. You're working right, out good. really well. All right, good, good, good. So, so he, his speech is so redundant. I, I, I know what they're going to be. Is I just fast forward them all. Like whatever the topic is, it could be about immigration. Same thing. 
So here is Trump and fast forward. And when you fast forward, you know, a tape, like the voice goes up and the hand motions are hilarious. So here, I'll do it for you right now. Trump and fast forward. Was that enough of a setup, by the way? Should, do, do you need yeah, more that's how I should have started the show. I was going to say, it might be a little redundant. <laughs> I just learned. Oh, that. that's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Trump and fast forward on immigration. I want to tell you something, folks. Okay. Immigration, total disaster. I mean, like a total, 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 like a disaster, like you would not believe, folks, like you would not believe. And I know a lot of people, a lot of smart people, people like brains are like huge, 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 huge. I know a lot of tremendous brave people. And frankly, and frankly, and frankly, I know a lot of immigrants. And I married an immigrant and my wife, melanoma. What's that? Melania, Melania, melanoma. Either one will kill me eventually. I will tell you that. But my wife, melatonin, what is it? Melania, Melania, melatonin. They both put me to sleep, folks. I got to be honest. She said to me, immigration, never been better. And you look back, you look back, and I have one of the greatest memories of all time, of all time. Uh, take any any historical figure, Martin Luther King, great man, terrible memory, had a dream, woke up, couldn't remember it, could not remember it, could not remember it. <laughs> that was a full-on bit. That was a full See, here's the other bit. thing about you, that when I watch a lot of the, and I try not to watch a bunch of impressions, but when you, right. John is great at this as, as well, um, but you create a bit around it and you write right. for it. And right. you are one of the best writers I've ever seen for bits. That's like so that's, nice. That is And, and while we're complimenting moment. each other, what I, I do pride myself in trying to write good material and not just do a voice. Not only do you do that, but what you do geniusly is the way you interweave and you go back and forth. And I, I remember on one of your specials, I, I just marveled. I was just like, I, I can't do that. And I'll, I never will be able to do that. Really? You just kept interweaving back and forth. Yes. And then you would just go on. Here's a guy, blah, 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 you know, go back to Bush. And it's like, it's, it's Robin Williams. S. That, well, that's what, that's what I said. That was my influence is Robin Williams. Wow. Wow. You could see and it. Jim Carrey, with your own spin. Yeah. With your and, own and, original take. Yeah. And even, and then of course you do that. the Robin Williams. I miss Robin so much. Could you give us a little Robin? Oh, oh God. Oh, we're oh, getting God. there. Come on. <laughs> wow. Just a bit of fun. <laughs> How come I'm Just in the dark bit. session? What's going on here? <laughs> Shouldn't it be glowing? <laughs> okay. John, wow. when you... You don't have to include me. I'm entertained. Go ahead. Don't no, feel the... No, 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 no. You're part of this show. No, part of, the fun, nope. part of this fun is I love to show John off to Great. other people. Because you don't Great. know... John is one of the... As another impressionist that's beyond everybody right. else people just i, I can't wait to see now i'm not gonna be frank, able to do I, no plus frank honestly i need a break i'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> you know what i like so far in this podcast at least watching it uh you can tell who the jewish guy is because even his camera is neurotic <laughs> <laughs> well, <I keep> <laughs> John, no. give us something. Give us something. I want. Hold on, John. What I just realized was that we only do <laughs> interviews with Jewish impressionists. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're very. You know what? Did you get Billy Crystal yet? I had no Kevin idea I was even going to be on. Who does a Billy Crystal? That's ridiculous. <laughs> wow, that's almost good. <laughs> <laughs> Holberg loves that. No, John. I'm trying to think of a. Uh, Don't know, worry about it. No, because he's got a. He's got killer. So I love to show you off. But John, Please, John. Because now it's weird. Now no, it's, weird. it's not fair. It's, it's We're all giving here. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, the only thing I like, like lately the thing that I've noticed when you're talking about your Trump, the new, the new Trump take for me is watching him in these coronavirus things where yeah. old Trump occasionally pops up, but defeated, beaten Trump is now like, well, 
Oh, that's very so bad. We've got a lot of bad things. But, you know, and Ford, GM, very good companies, American companies. Those are good. You can see when he comes back and be like, oh, no, I'm American. I remember. Oh, yeah, they're right. You're, no, you're right. Really bad. And, you know, I listen to these people. And I think some are good. So, but you know what? We're America. It's good. We got a lot of good things. But John, yeah, that's it's such, like a, it's a, such jump a start. Yeah, but that's such a good observation because there was a marketable difference between Trump when Corona first came out and everything was just like 14 to zero. It's not a problem. And then right. literally you could tell like the Jared Kushers, everyone behind the scenes was like, listen, Donald, this just right. got real. This shit, can I curse on this? Are children yeah, right. watching? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, yes shit got yeah. real. Shit got real. Go out there, do somber, Donald. Do the somber. Right. And it's almost like he's acting. He doesn't give a <laughs> yeah. shit. Have you so that's a great observation. Have you ever like, done a like sketch with like, Trump? Have you done anything with Trump? In person? No. Have yeah. you? Yeah, I did a sketch with him on the NFL and Fox years ago. And it's a, wow. it's amazing how there are two different Trumps. There's the Trump who's just, he's just doing this and telling you everything the way it is. Right. We got halfway through a sketch. I talked about this in my act. And uh, cameras go down. Somebody moved camera on. He's like, is this okay? Does this seem okay? It seems all right. Everybody's like, yes, Mr. Trump. Fantastic, Mr. Trump. It's great, Mr. Trump. I looked at him and I went, wait, wait, wait. Does anybody ever tell you something isn't good? And he goes, no, Frank, that's part of the problem. I can't get real answers. <laughs> oh, wow. And he he took me around. He's like, do you have a second? I was like, sure. He goes, come with me, which this is also in my act. But he goes, come with me, which sounded like Willy Wonka. Like, come with me. You <laughs> see a land of good trumpination. So uh, we, we drank from the chocolate river. Augustus group. <laughs> It was tremendous. I have to remember, sometimes that means something different to a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got to get back. I want to, I, I do love to show John off because Liam Neeson is a killer. Um, oh, and that's oh, what I love. Right. I love impressions of guys that, that no other guys are doing. So let's hear the Liam. Come on. Well, I have a very specialized set of skills, Elon. Wow. I'm from, come from a place deep in my heart. No. Wow. Make me stop doing this now. That'll be it. But if not, you can't, you can't stop. You can't stop. Once he's there, he's always there. Wife, <laughs> bring me something to drink. <laughs> that one, that one sticks in your head as those when you just start talking to yourself as the character a lot of the time. Right. I always wrecked my car when I first started to do. I got that off of, and I told this on the Kevin Pollack thing, which was great. But yeah. the Kevin Pollack one, and I told it, uh, it was off of Ricky Gervais from the show Life, uh, or is Life is Short. And he's in a scene with Liam Neeson. And I watched it so many times, I like memorized it. And I would talk. I just, it started to happen. I didn't think it was that good until I'd get into the car and realize, like you said, I'm thinking the way I think he would say things that aren't yes. me. And yes. it was really weird because I would look in the mirror when he would talk as if I was talking to someone else. I was in the rear of the mirror and I nearly crashed the car. So like, you're going to want to make a left coming up here in just a moment. And oh I, my God. I, know, I know where we're going. I know where we're going. I'm like, whoa, this one's got me. Like, there's a few that but, grab. And, 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 and like we're talking about, just getting in people's heads. When I started out, I literally couldn't even speak on stage as myself. So I would just go from comedian to comedian. I would do obscure guys like Bobcat Goldthwait just as mm. he was breaking. I did Gilbert Gottfried just because like he was like on Letterman twice. It was like no one knew him, but it was such a funny character. People would laugh. So, but again, I would write the bit in, in, in their head. So here, I'll give you a little of that. But now again, everybody does a Gilbert, but this was 28 years ago. It was a commercial. It was Gilbert Gottfried for Tetley T. 
<laughs> I hate tea. I mean, I, I loathe tea. I can't stand tea. I hate you like it. No, no, I hate it. I can't, I can't take tea. I mean, what is tea? It's hot water with a bag in it. Get that bag out of my hot water. Waiter, there's a bag in my hot water and it's filled with dirt and it's constantly urinating into my hot water. Anyway, it went on, but the point is, I literally just. The best part is if there's coronavirus stuff on the TV behind you, Democratic town hall is you're going, I can't believe. Oh, God, that is <laughs> true so trouble. Well, well, Frank, I'm sorry, but I am monitoring the situation. <laughs> I am from the situation room. It's yeah, on yes. behind you. Yes. You know, and then, when I, yeah. <sighs> By the way, does John <laughs> have a top to his head? Does John have a top to his head? No, I'm bald. I shame myself by cutting all we off see your eyes, face. nose. Can we see all of you? Like during the Liam, I was so excited to see the whole face, and the, the mouth was the, perfect. It's the opposite of Ziggy. Yeah, yeah. But the top do you? Of my head, John. Do you? Can you see yourself? Because yeah. again, this is what you look like to me. Uh, <laughs> well, you, for me, it's a perfectly framed, like a like a Michael Jordan type shaped white guy. No, I want to again. Just move back. Have you guys ever worked on Zoom before? Have you worked cameras? Wait a Have second. I don't... This, this is coming from the guy who's holding the camera and moving it around the whole time. You mean this I'm guy? Going, You're literally like zooming. You're this literally guy. zooming around. Now, I've been watching these CNNs, and one of the most interesting things, I'm getting very dizzy, uh, has I been am, I am dizzy, yeah. watching the guest and I'm like, oh, they must be more successful than I think they are because I see their house. And you never get that, the <laughs> right. reporter. And right. I'm watching today, and I'm like, well, John, is he looks like he's at his own bar. Right. And I am. Frank, Frank doesn't Isn't understand lighting. And <laughs> Elon, you look like you're in your own TV studio. <laughs> exactly. And I think, look. A lot of people, Your I'm sure, have told looks fine. You look wonderful. A lot oh, of people, no. let him finish this. Riff. No, no. I gotta hear this. A lot of it's, people it's, have probably told ugly. you before. Yes. Why is he not more successful? Yes. Okay. I'm looking at you and thinking you're more, way more successful than I thought you were. <laughs> and to the point where you must have a rich wife or like <laughs> really wealthy parents who so, have given you so this. So the truth is, you're so right. You're so right. Oh. I should. I should be way more successful. You are, you should be. Thank you. And second of all, the truth is, this was completed two weeks ago. This place was a oh. dump for a decade. It looks decade. amazing. And it I'll give you a quick tour. Yeah, this tour. place was a dump like I can't even tell you. And I now have maxed out on credit cards to oh. do this. I'm like, I think Amex just shut me down. So With yeah, the end I, of the world, look, yeah. now it's the, the time. Yeah, it now looks time amazing. It Literally looks amazing. Two weeks ago, the beginning yeah. of Corona was the end totally. of this office. So Frank, you got to see this. Where are you going? You Where are you going? I was trying, I was trying to light myself Who better so you couldn't rip me. Oh, please light yourself better. You do so look first better. First of all, look at my exactly. prized possession here, look my drum set. Are you, Frank, nice. are you a drummer? I'm going to start. Yeah, it's the most fun. <laughs> you know, us impression guys, we got to say Dana Carvey is a drummer. And, uh, you know, I was on his show. We could talk about that in a moment. But first, the tour. So now we have, I made this my little wine cellar and everything. Sure. Isn't that nice? Wow. My cigar, I'm a big cigar guy. So all this cigar, I got my Howard Stern book, cigar. And then I have another bar here. 
And then look at this little media area. Look, I was smoking last night. I was smoking this cigar, <laughs> this cigar last night and drinking that wine. But it's pretty really exciting. It's, no, it's no, so, but I, I got to be honest. Uh, I couldn't. It was so hideous in here that the last year and a half, I couldn't work in here anymore. I would just like when my kids weren't home, I would work in the living room or whatever and just pace and write out loud. But I finally have an office, media room, cigar lounge, drum studio, and I couldn't be happier because the perfect timing of you can't go anywhere, anywhere, anyway. So this is it. This is my new living Frank, space. Frank, you, you missed my point. And the point is, is that he looks, Elon looks like he has your money. <laughs> exactly. By how amazing I his place looks. I never had a looks. Vegas run. I never had oh. a great or a TV show, my own show. I, I well, didn't yeah. have any of that. You've had a, I mean, you've, you've done quite I've a bit. I've had a few failed sitcoms. I was on a Pamela Anderson show, Stacked, at Steve Levitan, who then- I remember went that. Pre- yeah, and then he created Modern Family. Yeah, but that's 19 episodes. Yeah. That's not even sure. the down payment to this house. Yeah. So, Elon, here's another thing. When you mention your sitcoms and someone screams, I remember that. Probably not the best review. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, I loved that show, it's, I right. remember that. It's yeah. literally- no, it was one of those, like, it was better than you expected. Yeah. Right. I think, I think right. the best thing you can hear if you have a sitcom is, I remember when you left that show. That's good. Then you're yeah. Steve Carell or doing something that's like it. that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's like, hey, uh, in 1993, I broke my leg. I remember that. That's when you say, <laughs> I remember that, right? <laughs> you would say, oh, no, no, great leg. That was a great leg. And, oh, yeah, you broke it. That was awesome. But just not, I remember that. Yeah, you broke your leg. Why? Why? It was a great staring? leg. <laughs> you had a great leg. I remember that. Why? I remember that is the worst thing I've ever heard. But anyway, then I did In-Laws with the late, great Dennis Farina. Actually, right before that was In-Laws. And like I just mentioned, the ill-fated Dana Carvey show, which is like the weirdest the thing. Yeah, for that to fail, it, again, in the room, and I was in the writer's room, it was Louis. CK, uh, Charlie Kaufman, one of the greatest screenwriters, who wrote being John Malkovich and a million other things, adaptation. Steve Carell and Steve Colbert shared an office. Here's the worst part of this story. So it's too long of a story. And are, are we running? How are we doing on time, Frank? You can do whatever. All right. But the point is, it, it, was a, it was an interesting thing where at first, after the screen test, I had a killer screen test. And they sent a limo for, for us to go back to our hotels. And it was me, Steve Carell, and now I'm forgetting her name, uh, whatever, a, a, a young actress, really talented, talented woman. And the three of us were riding home and we took turns and we were like, well, what did you do on your screen test? And I was like, oh, I did Howard Stern. Like, oh, well, this is very exciting, Robin. And I just started doing the whole thing. And, now, and then I did this, and I did that. And then she went, oh, I did this character and that character. And Steve Carell was like, yeah, I, I did like a, like a guy who like does commercials. And he was like, he told me three weeks later, he said, when you, when we were in that limo going back, I was like, I definitely didn't book this show. These guys just did their, the most amazing voices and bits. And I was like, I did my uh, serious guy who stares into the camera guy. You know, I was like, uh-oh. Cut to, cut to he books the show. Dana and Smigel, who's the best guy and I'm friends with Robert, they didn't have me on because they just thought they didn't really need another impression guy. We have Dana and whatever. So they didn't have me on till 10 weeks in. So I only did the last three weeks. 
But in those last three weeks, and, and by the way, the famous story, and you guys being impression guys will really appreciate this. I'm in the office with Dana, Smigel, and Louis C.K. And it was there was some weirdness where in my, speaking of Charles Grodin, in my screen test, I did the Grodin. Now, this was a time when he was like, he had a show on CNBC. He just had all his movies that everybody, so everybody knew him. And everyone's Googling him right now going, why does he keep talking about this guy? Is he alive even? He's alive. Beethoven. He's not, yes. Beethoven. Everybody he's saw not Beethoven. That's the one yeah. the kids saw. So, so I literally in my screen test opened my screen test with a, a fake um, Charles Grodin show. And I just did this whole bit. But it started with, and I started every Grodin thing with, uh, a lot of people uh, <laughs> a lot of people have been talking about O.J. Simpson and uh, – a lot of people have been looking at the news and watching. And uh, I really, uh, and anyway, it always started with a lot of people. So cut to Dana Carvey show premieres. I get the call. I didn't get it, but they're considering you for later. I'm like so upset. Turn on the Dana Carvey show. There's Dana in a wig. It's the Charles Grodin show. And Dana looks into the camera and he goes like this. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people. Oh. I was like, Oh my God. Now, let me preface this by saying Dana is not a thief. Frank, you know that. You guys know Dana's one of the most original, brilliant minds and a sweet, sweet guy. But the story was told to me later because he, he then said to me, come with me in the car. I need to apologize to you when I finally got hired. He goes, everyone on the show was saying, Dana, you, you need a new impression. You got to premiere the show with something new. We, we've seen the Regis. We love it, but do something new. And Elon did this great Grodin thing, and maybe you could do that. And he was like, I don't want to. It's Elon. Da, 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 da. So this all went down. It was all like just weirdness. But I'll never forget Louis C.K. saying to me when it was brought up, and Louis was like, well, Dana doesn't really have to apologize to you. It's an impression. Anyone could do an impression. You can't steal an impression. And oh. I was like, I was like, maybe not an impression of like the president that everybody does, or maybe not Jack Nicholson, you know, that's fair game. But if you honed an impression, if you've made this your guy, you know, if, if anyone on the Frank, have we lost you? Am I boring you? You're looking around. <laughs> You're looking at your doll collection in the middle of this. Because Frank, I think you, you can could hear. really, this would really resonate. I got with the lighting you. for you. I'm listening completely. I, you know. I understand everything you're talking about. Keep going. Okay, because just imagine <laughs> you're auditioning for the Dana Carvey show. You you open with the Madden, and the and you don't get the show, and the opening sketch is him doing Madden, and then Louis yeah. saying to you, he didn't steal that from you. Yeah. And 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 the best part is I looked at Louis, and I it's, it's, it's almost like a punchline, but it really happened. I said, okay, then can I do Regis on next week's show? And he goes, no, that's Dana's. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, so you can only own an impression once you've premiered on SNL. That's the rule. That's now wow. the rule of impression. So that was a very like, and then I went on, I only did three uh, episodes with them, but it was such a crazy experience. At the time, Carell and Colbert were not only unknown, they were, what's below nobodies? Like something below <laughs> John. Okay, there you go. Me, definitely. <laughs> Like literally, I remember when the show got canceled and I pulled up in Manhattan to, oh, I should have put my, uh, and he just hung up on us. That's a good story too. What a shame.
Hey, Frank, your lighting's dynamite now. Yeah, yeah you look good now. Huh? Look good. Yeah. You look like now the richest guy in the room. <laughs> he's a powerhouse, man. I didn't know he was. He goes. Yeah. I didn't think he'd be this open. Yeah. This oh, yeah. Talk. Fantastic. This is the best guest you could ever have. Let him run. They'll yeah. do the whole hour for you. Until he, until he signs off. Yeah. Until he just quits. And he might you know, not even know he's off. There he is. Did you? Did you? Keep All right. On? Did you okay. keep talking the whole time, Alon? Did you no, know? That no, you're off? I forgot. I forgot to put "Do Not Disturb" on, and I got another call. I I'm sorry, and I know the audience was wrapped, going, "But how does this story end about a show we've never heard about, told by a guy we've never heard about? How does this story that nobody cares about end?" I'm well, sure your audience is very upset by it. No, it ends with no. Just the funny thing is that that Steve, Steve Colbert, I'm in Manhattan. I pull up. There's Steve Colbert and me looking through our pocket for change to feed the meter to go to a voiceover audition. Like we had just been on this show, it was just canceled. And they're like, "Oh, we better just audition." And they're, "Hey, hey, Steve, good to see you again." And it's like then two years later, just boom, like Daily Show, his own show, and I'm just here in my nice bunker talking to you idiots. <laughs> who is the call from another idiot i have nothing but idiots in my life i have frank <laughs> it was in a carvey still apologizing yeah in a, in a carvey saying hey i got a, i need a new opener what do you got oh that's so funny i just wanted yeah. to one more time reiterate how sorry i am <laughs> you're groated it was the timing could not have been better yeah he, he's told hey, frank, but anyway can i I just want to say I was really excited when you were going to have uh, another impressionist on because finally we have somebody that's going to talk about more revel relevant kind of impressions, you know, like Charles <laughs> Grodin. Charles Grodin, yeah. As if these guys are doing uh, characters from the 70s. Here's uh, so my the fun stuff, though. That's when characters. Oh, no, yeah. It's hilarious. Here's how behind no, I am. Here, here's how behind I am. My newest impression, okay, this is how behind I am, Ronald Reagan. No, I'm kidding. My, new, no, no, no. My newest impression is Ving Rhames that I'm that I'm excited oh. about. Really doing a few years, yeah. Ving Rhames. The observation there is Ving Rhames uh, always sounds like he's about to cry. Always like he's stopping himself from crying. So anyone just yell out a premise of Ving Rhames to talk about, and I will do Ving Rhames trying not to cry. Arby's is closed. Or maybe just how, just just love being on the show with you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I just want to say that being on this show with you guys has meant <laughs> the fucking world to me. <laughs> I will never forget each and every one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> Nor will I. <laughs> he's, sad, he's about to cry. He's like giving yeah. you every time. So that's, and even he's not a guy who's amazing actor, but not as relevant as, I don't know, who's relevant now? Is Miley Cyrus still relevant? I don't, who's your latest impression, John? My latest one that I, that, you know what the fun one that I do now is that I, I think I do well, <clears throat> but no one likes it because I think it makes them feel bad is OJ Simpson on Twitter. Amazing. Which it just, it just goes, uh, hello, Twitter world. Hey, if they shut down these golf courses, I don't know <laughs> What we're gonna do, but I know it's not gonna make me happy. So if we could get out there together and make sure that the golf courses stay open, 
I'll <laughs> remain happy and everybody wins. You think coronavirus is bad? Piss me off. Anyway, okay. so <laughs> Amazing. By the way, yeah. right now. But everybody people... always says, ooh, that guy's an asshole. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. really him. By the way, right now there are people angry at um, four white guys doing two back-to-back -back black impressions. Back to this black. Is, <laughs> back to black. This is our blackface. Now, by the way, pretty soon we won't be able to do black people impressions of them. That's that's I the used next. To give Frank, I used to give Frank so much trouble just as a joke when he'd come on my radio show because he did Charles Barkley and James Brown, I think, around the same time. And the makeup yeah. was full and black. Yes. And I'm like, that's blackface, isn't it? Because I think it's great. And I don't really it, think it, it is so great. And, and everybody yeah. knows the horror of the real blackface. And to me, it's yeah. all about yeah. intention. If you're Billy Crystal doing Sammy Davis Jr. because you admire oh. Sammy, you want to look like him. Do you remember he did that? He did that at the Oscars a few years ago and got destroyed. Wow. When yeah. I, and I, I look back at it and go, God, I wish I didn't have, I hadn't even done this because now people Why? can come after me for because the people will come after you because they're not paying attention. But people would. Uh, interview Barkley and they say, you know, what do you think about when Caliendo does the dark makeup? He's like, but I'm a black guy. Black people, <laughs> black people have darker Great. skin. It's a Great. difference between racism and racist. Ah. Or racism. <laughs> Freudian, <laughs> calling Dr. Freud. Calling Dr. Freud. That's a Robin reference. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> no, um, but there's but, a difference between blackface and black makeup to absolutely. look like a guy in a sketch. But yeah. you can't it's intense. You can't, yeah, you if can't you have do malicious, that. If you have malicious intent, that's the problem. Couldn't if you're agree to be more. mean, that's it. Yeah. It's, if you're going out there, you can, like, if I dressed up like, you know, Elon Gold and right. tried to do an impression, people wouldn't say, oh, you're Jew facing or right. you're being. Unless you added a giant nose, like a don't really have to. Character. Don't have to. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Got look it. at that. Yeah, <laughs> look at us. Look at those. Those are so I love Profiles that. in Judaism. Well, speaking of, of relevant impressions, profiles in Judaism is the funniest that. thing. That's genius. That is the funniest thing. So speaking of relevant impressions, uh, again, not, not to harken back, but when I started out, all I did was the most current hippest guys, guys that, like I said, most people didn't even know yet. That's how hip they right. were in the underground scene. You know, and then when guys blew up, I was doing like, you know, Dice. And I mean, I, I just did, I did Stephen Wright. And these were the hippest guys now. For me, I kind of like, when I screen tested for Saturday Night Live and didn't get it, I lost all mojo for wanting to do impressions. And in a way it was a good thing because it helped my stand up because then I just started finally to, you know, work on finding my own voice. And then now, like if you see my special, which is streaming on Amazon Prime, I do impressions, but it's not the special. It's it's more about me and then being married and and, and ethnic groups and Jewy stuff. And then I'll drop <laughs> impressions. I mean, I, my, I end the whole special where I read this potty book um, with all the different impressions because based on really reading a potty book to my little kids, and I got bored reading it as myself, and I just started doing you know everyone. <laughs> doing the reading the potty book but anyway but uh so i i i know now my impressions are not that relevant but i've always prided myself in trying to be ahead of the curve and, and do only the hip guys the only hack impression i ever did all right there were two the only <laughs> hack impression 
I ever did was the first bit that I ever wrote as a bit, which I'll do for you because uh, what else are we doing? Which was the Nothing. first bit I ever wrote. It was Casey Kasem, which everyone did. And, and the premise was, uh, I bet everyone in Casey Kasem's family talks like him. Again, I'm 16. This is like a dumb premise also. It's just a, a hack premise, but this was my first bit I wrote. Everyone in his and Casey Kasem was the Ryan Seacrest of the 80s, for those of you young <laughs> ones out there. He did the American Top 40, the countdown. So I said, I, I imagine like uh, everyone in his family talks like him. His son came home one day. He had a cast on his arm. Speaking of broken, see, I'm always doing broken, broken appendages <laughs> jokes. His son, his son comes home and he has cast on his arm. He's like, "Hi, Dad. Hi, son. I'm Casey Kasem. I know Dad. Son, what happened to your arm? Well, Dad, here it is. I was climbing a tree and I fell four notches to the ground. Now, if you'll excuse, <laughs> if you'll excuse me, Dad, I gotta go to the bathroom and make a number two. Okay, son." <laughs> But while you're in there, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> um, and anyway, so that was one impression I remember doing. And then the other one I did was Dirty Johnny. And I imagine it's in a similar like voice league. Uh, I imagine that when I heard Johnny Carson, Carson. was filthy backstage, because on The Tonight Show, you, you weren't even allowed to, whatever, say pregnant at that time. Never right. heard Johnny cursing. But every comedian that I knew that did his show said, oh, no, no, backstage is filthy. It's very weird to hear these words coming out of his mouth. So I said, here is if Johnny Carson had a big, like, cable HBO special where you could just let loose. I'll do a little of that for you, too, right now. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay, I, uh, I got a funny story to tell you. Uh, uh, last night, now, now this is true. Uh, last night, I was fucking this chick. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm banging the just shit out of this broad... And uh, she says to me, she says to me, uh, 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 wait a second, there's something wrong here. And I said, uh, what's the matter? You don't like it when Ed watches? <laughs> <laughs> when Ed <Yeah>. watches. <laughs> I think we've lost all 30 and under right now. I think everyone yeah. is tuned out. But what, do, what do, you guys remember, do you guys remember when uh, Dana Carvey used to do the filthy Jimmy Stewart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. when he's angry and evil. Yeah, those were, where, yes. where do you think he got it? Filthy Johnny uh, Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Probably. another <laughs> the second time. By the way, Frank, <laughs> speaking of new, because you are the master, we will we will call you the master of our time. Uh, wh what are the latest and newest and greatest that you're working on, Frank? Uh, are you a sports guy at all? I, I'm in and out of sports. I don't care, but I, you know, right. I, well, I'm not Tony Romo. The, uh huh. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Jen. I love his pizza. Incredible, yeah. amazing. That. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, Any movie actors or comedians? Uh, Robert or? Danny Jr. That's a big one. Been doing. Oh, that that's good. Okay. That's oh, really good. I do good. a bunch of Avengers because my daughter loves Avengers. So, I would do like uh, five years ago. We lost all of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost uh, ourselves. And then so uh, good. I didn't even know. Jeez, Tony. I didn't even know. That's uh. Who is that? Uh, the Professor Hulk, Tony. I didn't, I really didn't even know. You know it's that. Oh God, is that uh, what's Mark his name? Ruffalo? That's, yeah. Oh, that's Mark so Ruffalo. good. Yeah. Wait, give me more of that. Come on. I gotta, I, I gotta work. It's one of those that I don't do that much because people don't know right. when I'm doing it. Um, but it's that. Uh, okay, do me a favor. Jeez, Tony, I, uh, I didn't even know. 
Right. <laughs> the only relevant guy I think that I almost have, but I, I, I haven't nailed it. And you know, like, I don't know if this is for you. Most impressions just hit you and you could get them. Very rarely do you work at it. Oh, where they? I work at them constantly. Really? We, yes. John and I go back and forth. We talked about this with Pollock. We send each other, like we we kind of work on them at the same time, and we go uh, we go back and forth, just sending the voices back and forth. And so wow. there's a lot of times on the show, especially when we're in the same studio, we just finish each other's sentences and stuff. So you don't even know yeah. who's doing what when. Oh, um, not wow. like when That's... having you on, we and we don't get a chance to talk. Now, wait a second. Now, one second here. I'm trying to be an entertaining guest. I'm done, by the way. I'm just lying back and listening to I you guys. Honestly, Elon, I honestly did. John and I said this when you uh, answered a call that was more important than us. Oh, I, I said, I had no idea you were this much of a powerhouse. Oh, that's so nice. I'd always seen you do stand-up, and you're very, you're mostly laid back. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah, and, but by then, the way, you, let the record show a couple of things about that phone call. It interrupted the call. I wouldn't have taken the call if I had a choice. <laughs> it showed up on my screen, and all hell broke loose. And I was like, "Oh no, I'm on a live! I can't!" I was freaking out. You still okay? think this is live? We told you ten times it's not live. I'm you- pretending. Do you know I'm an actor? <laughs> Do you understand I'm an actor? <laughs> does, does Jimmy Kimmel announce that he's taping at 5.30? Or does he go, hey, it's midnight here in L.A.? And just pretend. He actually does a live thing, doesn't he? Anyway, the point is, I was freaking out. I didn't take the call. I was going nuts that a call came in and I forgot to put on Do Not Disturb. And number two, what was the Oh, I was wondering... What you guys were doing while I took that other call? What what was going on? Talking about you, talking about what a That's powerhouse so nice. you were. We were we were very excited yeah. that we didn't have to do any work for this podcast. It's fantastic. What, well, yeah, listen, I really, Elon. Yeah. I did not. I didn't know. I, I I'd seen you do little things. I've seen you act, and everything's good. But when you've done this, I was like, holy cow! And you kind of do what what we do a lot of the time is just go. And right. One yeah. thing for us is sometimes. We've had some guests on that early on when John gets mad at me because he's got a radio show and he's very protective of his radio show. Right. He's like we are all, don't I don't talk about it. And <laughs> that's up. Yeah. But he's, he's like, you have to, you have to make sure you have good guests. And if you yes. have a guest that it's like pulling teeth and we had a couple of those early on and Torture. I got scared that I would lose John as a co-host. Cause he's like, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> That's so, so funny. Well, I, and, I, and never now, think, yeah. I never, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Elon. No, no, no. Just that now that I've been hosting my stupid from this bunker live Instagram show Monday to Thursdays. Um, I also, now that I'm in the host position, I see that too. If I have a comedian on, I've had some really good ones. Uh, Godfrey was on yesterday. was really funny. And he said, he said the funniest thing. He goes, uh, "This the good thing about this Corona is police brutality has ended. Just nothing. <laughs> You've heard nothing." And I was like, "That I was like that's true. In fact, no. Ter- this has been a great time. Like terrorism. Do you know that ISIS literally called its people and said, stay home for the next few weeks, guys. Let's just tone it down.' <laughs> that's like a real thing. So yeah, when you have a guy that's tr- at least trying to entertain and trying to be on." And then when you yeah. don't, and you're the host, and you're pulling the teeth, it's torture. So I'm, well, we, I'm also got, we also got a little bit of flack, not a ton. It was a great episode with Kevin Pollack, but people said we were jumping on him too much, and they wanted to hear Kevin uh, Pollack a little bit more. And we we like to just play and have that yeah. fun. 
But with exactly. it, it's it, you're you like even, to play with dolls also. I'm I'm seeing. Yeah, I like to give them. <laughs> I like to give them voices. And now, oh please, Robert Downey Jr. is the Flash. I just got That's here, it. but I'm gone. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Do me a favor, find me. Oh, that is so great. By the way, the one yeah. that I was saying I'm trying to work on is Seth Rogen. It, it's just basically this. You can't believe anything. Like everything is disbelief. If you just don't believe yeah. anything and you have a little gravelly voice, it's not there. It's like 73 and a half percent there. Yeah. But but soon, one of these days. I worked on the Seth Rogen. I told Frank this when I was working on Seth Rogen because I watched two movies in a row with him. And then I went swimming and I was in my pool and I was trying to do it. And this happens a lot. And I want to hear which ones you've had this, where you're working on something, you realize, oh my God, that's something else because I'm in the pool and I'm like, uh, and then I realized I was just doing Chris Berman the entire time. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. And I'm like, oh my God, I just accidentally got Chris Berman. Yes. And, and now I can't, now I can't even work on Seth Rogen because it goes right to that. It goes right to Berman. I, I've had that too. It's so weird. By the way, this whole conversation is so weird to have <laughs> with fellow impressionists because we're like relating and connecting on a level yeah. that no one else can. Like, how much do you work on it? Do you then fall into the other guy? It's like, you can't have these conversations with oh, other people. people like that. They, people yeah. do like that because they, they oh, get no, they it. They love like, watching it. I uh, think it's fascinating yeah. as a viewer. I'm yeah. saying I can't have this conversation with my buddies. They're not talented. Well, it's like Scott. Look at Scott. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm listening. I'm playing the role of the comedian that has none of these uh, impression abilities and condemning you and looking <laughs> at all three of you like, ah, oh, that's a hack. He can't write a real joke. That's, that's the so role funny. I'm playing right now silently because I can't. I, I, I actually, when you said comedian and anything, I actually just texted right before this, um, my buddy, you know, Russell Peters guys, right? The great guy. Oh, yeah. And so, so I said, I just had an idea that I want to do because, you know, quarantine has just given us so much time to, uh, for me, doing this or doing my Instagram show or anything, it literally keeps me sane, too. We all say, like, oh, it's such a noble thing. We're making people laugh in these difficult times. We're also doing this for ourselves. I mean, this is helpful to me. So I keep coming up with bits and doing these live shows and everything and doing this. What is this? Is this live? Anyway, so I, so, so, so I just texted Russ and I go, I want to do a bit with you called comedians in separate cars who are too scared to get coffee. <laughs> Where I literally pull up, he then pulls into his car. We just yell at each other out the window. You don't want to get coffee, do you? No, I'm not going in there. That's would that hilarious. be fun to do? I would love that. Yeah, this time, I think I've been more creative right. in the last two weeks than, because I've got nothing but time on my hands. I, I'm bothering Frank like crazy with concepts Correct. and stuff and then i realized i'm not alone because frank hit me with his things today yeah so it is this weird time where you're right it's totally internal i'm i'm my brain's working overtime because i don't have out correct i don't have anywhere to go and it's it's so interesting because my first thought to just knowing that we were going to be just hunkered down for weeks was every single show that everyone dude you gotta watch breaking bad you never see breaking bad Dude, you've never seen, there's shows that I haven't heard of that people are like, it's the greatest thing. There's five seasons, you'll stream it in 78 hours. And I just don't have time. I have four kids, I'm on the road, whatever. So yeah. I was like, wow, I'm going to stream everything. Haven't watched one thing except Curb. That is the only thing I've watched. Which, by the way, you, you want to hear a story, guys. Go. 
I was cut from the season finale of Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, two what? nights ago. It's a oh. painful thing. I don't want to bring the room down. I Listen, I, I was on and off. Can I be down now? I was up. I want to yeah. be down now. <laughs> Let's have a very real just, moment now. Hold on. You just turned your uh, interview into a Leno monologue. You were up, <laughs> and now you're down. <laughs> well, we started. You know, we started we very up. And now, you know, now it's time to uh, get serious. <laughs> we got to get serious. You know what uh, you just said, though, is interesting because, uh, like you said, like whenever somebody talks to you, they're always talking about something. Frank and I have talked about this before where they're like, oh, have you seen Ozark or have you seen this? Nobody has any commonality, which I think is why impressionists and stuff think to themselves, I have to be more relevant. Right. But it's impossible because you'll do an impression of somebody off Breaking Bad and lose Elon Gold, or you'll do an impression of something off of Ozark and lose people who haven't seen it. But if you go back to stuff that's a commonality, everybody's got it. Nobody is on anything except politics. And nobody right. ever says, don't talk about it. I'm only up to 2017. It's <laughs> never a thing. So we, we have a commonality. And, and the funny thing is, it's now that it should be where we could go back and do old impressions. But yes. it's, it's like, because back in the 80s, when I was watching TV, impressionists would do Cary Grant. And right. you know, when Billy Jimmy Stewart when yeah. was doing, uh, 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 what's his name? The You Look Marvelous guy. I can't remember his name. Fernando Lamas, uh, yeah. Fernando Lamas, who was a 60s, 50s and sector in the, in the 80s right. that was irrelevant then. But we, well, we, for some reason, have this strange knock on stuff that's old today. So that, that's, that just reminded me of a great story. And then I'll get to the Larry thing. But, uh, and again, I don't want to make this about me. <laughs> but uh, I am your special guest. Uh, no. <laughs> what guest. did that sound like? That sounded like somebody. I am your special guest. <laughs> it was almost my Gene Wilder. Are you crazy? So this is the this is the Gene Wilder story. So this is such a it's just such a funny thing because when you said guys that do guys from like the decades ago, I'm at the Comedy and Magic Club. Chris Rock walks in and I know Chris from the cellar and he's a super guy and one of my favorites to watch of all time. And he comes in with this whole posse of Cara Lee for all these comedians that were writing. He, it was the week of the Oscars, his first Oscars. So he would go club to club trying out the monologue. And I was on before him and then he went on and he watched me and he just came over to me after and he goes, Gene Wilder. Gene Watt, that's what you're doing, Gene Watt. And I was like, what's the matter with Gene Watt? It's like a classic. It's, it's freaking Willy Wonka. It's like, woman. Yeah. It's, to me, it's classic. And he literally said to me, he goes, don't you want to be hip? He said, like, you're, like you, you're still a young guy. You still look young. Don't you want to be hip? And I was like, to me, that is hip to do sort of a retro hip kind of a reference of Gene Wilder. You know, Casey Kasem, not hip. I wouldn't do Casey Kasem <laughs> in my act now. If you paid me, I wouldn't do it. There are guys, I used to do a Jackie Mason, one of my favorites. I love doing Jackie Mason. I would not roll out the Jackie Mason under any circumstance. Well, that's a problem because we've been doing it yeah, lately. We've been knocking it out. With well, Bernie Sanders, because my Bernie, my Bernie Sanders just enjoyed the wedding. Oh, that's funny. But at least it's but Bernie if you Sanders. Have, if you do it, if it, look, listen, you have to understand something. That the whole deal with Bernie Sanders is that he's just a principal from Beavis and Butthead. Uh, oh, these kids, uh, are, it's the same exact voice as the principal, but I don't care because I'm not going to win, except for Joe Biden evidently fingered somebody in 1993 that'll come out later. We'll talk about it another time. That is great. 
So I said to him, this was my response. And then I kicked myself in the car on the way home for not having the correct response. So my response was, you know, I, I grew up watching and admiring Billy Crystal. And Billy used to do Edward G. Robinson yeah. from the from the 50s, you know, yeah. in the in the 80s. And he goes, Billy Crystal's 90. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be 90? Billy Crystal's 90. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, fine. I'll stop doing it if it really means that much to you. And then I'm in the yeah. car just kicking myself, going, no, here's the example I should have used. The coolest comedian to ever live was Eddie Murphy, who is all of our heroes, and certainly Chris is, who's his protege. Eddie Murphy in Delirious, arguably top three hours in the history of specials, does opens with the Honeymooners from <laughs> the 50s and 60s. Yeah. The yeah. coolest, hippest, hottest guy is doing something from decades ago, but I'm yeah. the bad guy. And not to mention, got his fame as Buckwheat from the 30s. Excellent, damn it, another point. Yeah. another good yeah. point. Another so good point. So here's here's a take I have on that. If you have, if it's a movie reference about Gene Wilder mm -hmm. to uh, Willy Wonka, mm -hmm. and you can tie it into something that's an observation that's current, mm -hmm. I think that's fair. Because it's, it's taking something classic and bringing it into current times, and everybody—not uh, every—but a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people know. <laughs> I know that, a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. A tremendously, tremendous group of people. Um, <laughs> but you're people? so right, Frank. Because the thing is that I literally did what you just said, and I and I actually did it on the Tonight Show. And I was—he was getting ready for the Oscars. I was getting ready for another Leno. And, and that, it was a part of a bit. The bit was Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion, had just come out. And my premise was, here's a movie about a Jewish guy, and Mel hires a non-Jewish actor to play the part. You know, I would have liked to have seen, for example, Jeff Goldblum as <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um. Uh, fishes oh. and and loaves they're they're good they're very good but uh, but uh, also delicious yes 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 yeah oh. anyway so so and then, I, your and then teeth I, change your teeth <laughs> change uh, I did That's, put in a new pair for that it it's elastic awesome. enamel elastic <laughs> enamel so yes. amazing to watch thank somebody you. not just more their face but their their oh, features nice. that's so thank good. you. So so I so I did that, and then I did like oh I also did uh, uh, Stern as Jesus. Uh, well, this is very exciting, Robin. Let me tell you something. Uh, Mary Magdalene is not wearing panties. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I did all of these like impressions, and then I did Gene Wilder as Jesus, and it was just like to me, like you said, Frank, it was part of a current bit. This movie had just come out, and. I was making an observation as a Jewish guy. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if Jesus was a Jewish guy would have been played by a Jewish actor, but I really don't care. It's just a bit. And, and he yelled at me, Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I think the hockey what are you doing? Doing a Dean Wilder. <laughs> Can't believe it did Dean Wilder. That's so good. Billy Crystal's 150. <laughs> that is so good. I love making Frank uncomfortable on my show and when he, he'd come in and do Chris Rock but during the Olympics a few years ago 
I I thought that gymnast Gabby Douglas looked just like Chris Rock if he had a daughter that could do. <laughs> oh, so I God. would go. I'm I'm Gabby Douglas. This is all about being Gabby Douglas. I do flip. Bitch can flip. And Frank, literally, I watched you pick up your phone and start texting like, I can't be part of this man's show. Because <laughs> you great. were going to do Sandler. And I was going to do Rock, but I, you just stopped cold, which is fun. John, so tell Chris Rock it, that. He looks like Gabby Douglas. I, I will. In addition to your uh, radio show, do you do stand-up also? No, I've done it a, a few times. I'm too lazy. <laughs> mm. I, and I need... I think it would bore I actually me. just heard you weren't good at it. That's what I, that yeah, was the word on the street. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's, the, the I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, Elon. I'm he joking, is yeah. oddly great at it for a guy. I can tell. I'm sure. He's, he goes up. Because he's naturally funny. Yeah. yeah and nah, I, I've only seen that's why I asked. Why isn't he still doing it? Well, cause he, I, you know what? I, it is. It literally is the moment where I kind of had a... You know how you guys had the, the passion for stand-up? Yeah. And when I found radio, and I don't even like the business, but it... It Nobody does. Be, yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> right. But it's it's a weird thing that like stand up doesn't give me that if right. I do it a lot. And I've done it a few times. And if I do the same thing two or three times, I hate it so much. I don't get joy. Mm. And uh, and so radio is weird because I get to just do improv like this. Like this is why I love the stuff with Frank. Is it's so fun. We, and, and you as well. It feels like we all think yeah. the same. Yeah. I have a mountain to climb because in radio, I know my uh, business has earned a reputation with you guys to hate us immediately, and it's the right one. That's but, funny. Uh, but it is true. It's like I, you get to get into these little conversations where you can be so creative and so goofy yes. all the time. And, and radio, I think, if you're with the right people, allows you to do that every day. Where stand-up didn't really didn't give me a – I like the crowd, but I didn't right. care. And, it was like a weird and Frank, Frank, how much of your stand-up now – you don't have to give me a precise statistical uh, uh, percentage, but it's how much? My show. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> how much of your stand-up is impressions? Because I know you also talk about being a dad and married guy and all I'm that. Right. So I what, was what would you say? more and more of that? Um, and I want to get. We even talked about that. Um, that's the, the the way I actually. I'm going to go back with the way I hooked up with Elon a little while ago, and I told you about this story, John, because. So I saw Elon Elon at uh, um, at some audition. We're maybe a, the same audition or a different audition. Right. But we're walking across the parking lot, and I said, "Was that you doing Jeff Goldblum on which show was it? Killmorn or was it? Yeah, 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 with Jeff. The Kill, Kelby. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta love me. Rotation <laughs> Talk about current references. Oh yeah, check me out on Instagram. <laughs> Four late, late shows ago. I love that. So, yeah, he's big on Instagram. That's all we got. Oh, How about this? I'm in Passion of the Christ now. <laughs> now I'm legit. <laughs> so, oh, as, uh, so, I so walked, we're on like I, the Fox lot or something, right? Yeah, I think it was Fox. So yeah. I said to Elon, I go, was that you doing Jeff Goldblum on the show the other night? And I go, that's, the, that's probably if not the best impression, something like that. If that's not the best right. impression I've ever seen, it's, 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 it's up there Thank as you. one of the best impressions I've ever seen. And then uh, I didn't tell him that I did any sort of Jeff Goldblum or anything. Right. Like that. And mine's not, that's yours is the gold. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, the gold, the gold, the gold standard, standard of gold. The Goldblum yes. standard. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it, Elon saw me on an, on a show. I don't on Letterman, know, I think. On, on Letterman, I threw a. I, I wasn't even going to do it. I wasn't even going <laughs> to. I threw it in because 
they said uh, you can do a little bit more time. So I threw in Jeff Goldblum and my, I, I don't think it, I'm, I'm doing it now. I'm not even trying. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was the, I think it was a different premise. My premise was, I'm hoping it was a different premise, but my premise was that, cause you did and, but, or right, that you right. did that thing. And you always right. hit but. Always have but. But, yeah. um, but I, my, my take on him was he would commit to something 100% and then do a complete 180. And that's a right. lot of math and do something else. But it'd be like, uh, what's your favorite food? Like, I like hot dogs. Do they very good hot dogs? Mustard, ketchup, all kinds of chili dogs. Uh, cheese, dog, wait a second, wait a second. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> so he always changes course. Like he's got something and then changes yeah. it completely. So and if you just, remember how I, uh, I don't even want to use the word confronted you about yeah, you, it. I, I came across I, it on the internet because you were talking about somebody with impressions and he said, he, he had talked about Daryl Hammond being this who I agree with is yep, uh, like an incredible impressionist. Yep. And he was comparing me with him. And then he was like, well, Daryl Hammond comes up with his own stuff, but Caliendo was just doing me doing Jeff Goldblum. And I found it. I go, oh, God. Oh, God. Right. That's not what that for the is. record. For, for the, let the record show that I've admired you from afar forever since you hit the scene. And what I was mostly upset about is it's not even like, oh, he's doing one of my signature guys. It's that he's a master. He is the best. Why would he do a guy mediocre yeah. when he does everyone it mind blow blown. It blows your mind when you do anyone. I'm like, don't just skip it. Skip that one. I'll take the goal. You do everyone else. <laughs> so I was like, it was almost for your benefit. Cause eventually, <laughs> by the way, so many people wound up doing Goldblum now and it's yeah. still on the internet and I don't even care, but it was more for you. I was like, don't, don't do Goldblum. You're a master. Don't do a media. Like, maybe did I ever realize Seth that Rogan professional? What? Maybe you realize that all my impressions are just okay, and no. everybody can do other impressions better than me. No, there's a lot. But of you were, but you were very gracious. I remember, very cool. Right away, you were like, "Oh, dude, I would never." But we became friends from yeah. that, from that accusation. <laughs> That's well, all. I'd known, I'd, known ab I'd known about you before because I'd seen some of the stuff. Right. Uh, some of your uh, just different. And to this day, I don't think you lifted it for the record. Right. He's just a guy that you want to do. It's like, look, with Christopher Walken, we all know, we in the know know that Jay Moore was the first guy. You know, you guys know there I've was actually, actually heard a different story. Yeah. You're kidding. Roger no. Cable. That's the one I heard. I heard the same one. Oh my God! I heard Jay. Now, now I don't know. I'm not. I'll go out because Jay. I could text Jay and ask him, and I don't know if he'd tell me now. But he even said, like, somebody said to me that he said Roger Cable did it, and Jay said, "Who's that guy?" Because Jay did it, but it wasn't the same. And he goes, "It's okay if I do it because nobody's going to hear that guy. I'm on where I'm doing what I'm doing." He was at a different level. That's so Jay, by the way, to say. <laughs> yeah, it really kind of well, it was very Jay Moore to say, I, I know he's doing it, but it's not going to matter. Mine's going to take off. Wow. He's basically racing him to be the first. Wow. So I started with Jay and literally gave him his first agent. He used to open for me. And, you know, Jay is like one of the funniest and slash most difficult guys uh, because he's like the most fun guy and hilarious. He'll riff. He'll do a Colin Quinn that will also blow your mind Amazing. and and he, he riffs brilliantly and all of a sudden he'll get mad at you like i, I was just hanging out with him at the cellar not just this is two summers ago and i hadn't seen him in a few years we're catching up 
He's doing Colin. I'm under the table laughing. And then all of a sudden I say, so um, I'm li literally asking about his kids. I go, how's your, how's your daughter? <laughs> right. I go, how's your daughter? And, and, and the name is Michelle. And he goes, Michelle's my son, you asshole. And I go, whoa, <laughs> whoa, I'm sorry that Michelle is usually a girl. Whoa. <laughs> and he would yeah. just turn on you like that. Yeah. So he's like a good guy deep down, but that, that, oh my God. But anyway, the point is I knew Jay again, 30 years ago. And I also knew Roger and Roger was also an amazing impressionist. But I, I looking, thinking back now, now I do remember Roger may have done that. But what I also know about the story is that Kevin Pollack, your buddy, who's also, he's a good guy, but Kevin admitted that Jay was the first to do it. And when he saw yeah. Jay, he saw the hook. And that's the key. To me, impressions are just like bits. They're observations. You're observing all the characteristics, idiosyncrasies, the, literally the aura, the facial, the vocal, and it's an observation. And when you are the first person to lock in on that observation, it's just like an observation of a Seinfeld bit. You know, what's the deal with whatever? And then you're like, oh, oh, he had that observation before anybody. So, so Kevin did admit, I took the hook from Jay. And it was always in my mind from that moment on that like, oh yeah, it was Jay was the first guy. That is fascinating that Cabler was the yeah. first guy. This is all new information to this is, this just yeah. took a good turn. This took an exciting yeah, turn. You, We're learning. You learn something. You learn Isn't something. it weird though? Cause even like, as in, like, I like watching you guys watch, like I like to watch Frank and you both. And even when I was doing one, you're watching me. I noticed when the Chris Rock thing happened, you did my hand thing, yes. which I did way, that was the first thing I got at. You just twist your fingers when you're Chris wow. Rock and I don't know why. And I've seen like nine or 10 people do it since. Yes. And I thought that was a unique observation when I first did it. And I'm like, yes. maybe that, and it once, and it's just the mind of somebody who does impressions that you're right. right. You see what I thought I might've been the only person seeing with this stuff. Right. Was, was like 10 impressionists have seen it since. Like, but, John and, and, I, and by the way, yeah. No, hold on one second. Ilan. John and I will text each other mm -hmm. simultaneously the same observation about wow. a person. Wow. That happens. That, and we're telling yeah. Pollock about that. He's like, I want to be on that, uh, those texts. Yeah. It's just, but it's that there's, there's something we not only get into the same. By the John way, and I have, in on those texts also. Please. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> but John and I will do a lot of things and there's different takes on certain characters and stuff like that. And then sometimes John will give me some, it'll be like, uh, here's what you got to do. And then I'll do it. And it'll be like, Hey, that's mine. I'm like, you just set me up. You just you set me it. up. Uh, uh, that that, that gives know, me great joy that I'll, I'll hang that over your head if it takes off. Oh, yeah, By absolutely. Way, it, it's also a case of uh, great minds, not that I'm calling myself or certainly none of you guys um, great <laughs> minds, but there is that great minds think alike thing. And sure. There, is, there are so many, you know, there's this, I did this parking bit on James Corden uh, last year, and you could Google it. Don't make me do it now, but it's a it's a really <laughs> great uh, analogy of parking with sex. the The, the beginning of it, the premise is um, is that uh, has it start? God, you, when you have, I think I forgot how to do stand up. It's been two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> By it's the way, fortnight. that's a great. By the way, that's a great story. I was at the comedy store. I'm sitting there with Jim Gaffigan, Joe Rogan. I, I see Gaffigan say to Rogan, hey, man, thanks for having me on your show tonight. I haven't done stand-up in a week. 
And I said to myself, gee, do I still know how to do this? And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's a crazy thing for Jim Gaffigan, one of like the biggest, highest Brilliant. grossing comedians. To, to, a week goes by, but that's really how we all feel. Like these two weeks have been like, am I going to know how to do this again? No. But anyway, so the bit is with Park. Oh, yeah, I go. Uh, I say I'm, I'm married. Uh, I shouldn't use that term. It's not the politically uh, correct term. I apologize. I'm not married. I am uh, sexually impaired. And, <laughs> and then I go, and being impaired, it is like having a disability, except instead of being able to park anywhere, you only get one spot to park in. And on most <laughs> nights, there's no parking allowed. Um, and then I go, and that's the difference between single guys and married guys. You know, single guys, they just go around looking for a spot. You know, a single guy just wants some overnight parking, right? Uh, single guys will even take a spot that's already taken. You know, like let, let go. Like, are you are you are you leaving? Are you you staying with with your staying? And then married guys, we have a spot. It's our own spot. So it's a legal spot, but there are all sorts of parking restrictions. You know, you got you got to read the signs on her face every night. Like, can I can I park here? Tonight? Is this going to be okay? What what does it say? Monday. No, but Monday to Thursdays, 8 p.m. to midnight. Anyway, I'm not going to do the bit. I did half of it. But the point is, I do this bit, right? I spend a summer at the cellar honing this bit. By the way, I just realized the entire time I'm looking at you guys. I should have been looking at my camera. I apologize. I'm new at all this media, this new media. <laughs> I spend an entire summer honing this bit, leading into this one James Corden appearance. It kills on Corden. And just it's one of those like bits that you just love and that people will say back to you. Oh, you doing the parking bit tonight or whatever. It's like one of those like signature classic bits and instant classic. Then my buddy calls me, goes, I just saw an early take uh, um, a screening of the Joker. And there's a guy doing your parking bit. And I was like, no way. And then I finally see it. Turns out it's my pal, Sam Morell. Uh, yeah. He never heard me do it, and I know that for a fact because he did it two years before I ever did it. <laughs> and I know for a fact that I never heard him do it because I, I, I've never—I mean, I see him at the cellar. I don't watch his. I, I don't think I've seen his stand-up. So, and there is the chance of when something goes into your brain and you don't realize it's yours and you spit it out. Maybe I no. did that. I don't think I did. I've never heard that bit, and I was so excited when I had the observation and the analogy. So I said to Sam, just so you know, this is a case of great minds. Never heard you do the bit. Now, you know, it's, it's in that movie. And now I almost can't do it anymore. And then we talked about that they're different enough. And his is like literally two jokes and he's out. I have a three minute thing on it. So, but that's great minds think alike. It's, a, it's an easy analogy, parking and sex. It doesn't take a genius yeah. the to whole, put that together. The whole time you were doing the bit, I'm trying to think, I hadn't heard you do it, and I'm going. Where did I hear this? And it was Joker. right, the joke. Yeah, and I and, and, and we we're going to have uh, before the virus stuff all broke out. We were actually going to have Samuel on, and I wish we'd had oh. him on because oh. he was going to be in Arizona, and then we could have during your bit said, "That's his man." That's <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a surprise for you guys, Sam. Come on out. <laughs> come on out. Here he is. Dana Carvey's here too. We're going to bring it all out. <laughs> this is I got your a text. Sorry life. I got a text from Chris Rock, by the way. He wanted to defend himself. And here's what he said. Here's why your bit was hacky, Elon. Um, Jesus is 2,000 years old. That's the hacky part of that. 
I mean, come on. How old can you go? The, the oh Jesus, 2000. Can we? Can Elad, we Elad, they base zero off of him. That's how old he is. <laughs> can we? Can we? I just sit G on that for 15 wait. fucking minutes. By the way, that's a, and by the way, and it's, it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. <laughs> I was it like, was oh, so, it better, it better work, or I'm gonna. It was crushed. so worth the wait. It landed okay. beautifully. And 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 now all, all I'm thinking is, can we do Jesus bits when he comes back? Will will then it be relevant again? <laughs> well, I'll let you know because I'm bringing him back <laughs> on Easter. Only you can. Yeah, on Easter. You can. All right, I want to. We're yes. we're at a, we're we're way over an hour, which doesn't matter that much. You're fantastic. A couple things I want to bring back. A couple things I want to go to that you said, and you were thinking we didn't work on them. So some of these impressions or all of them just come to you and you can do them like that. Cause I tossed, I talked to Ross Marquand, who's incredible. And then I watched and he, I was so happy to hear him say, Oh, I work on all this stuff. And I didn't oh, wow. even recognize Ross until uh, when he was on walking dead. I'm like, why does he seem so familiar? He seems like Kevin Spacey. Not that he was touching oh, people. He shouldn't have wow. so I watched him talk and he wasn't moving, you know, his entire face. And wow. I go, he kind of has this part of his face. And I know if Je uh, Jeff uh, Richards does a spacey face or something yep. like that. Yeah. But, you know, certain people. Um, you You're know, so you right. Ben Stiller, who used to do Tom Cruise, when you see him serious acting, he literally channels Tom yeah. Cruise right here. There's a, I have a belief that they hire a lot of commercial actors. You got hired because you look like. There's, right. yeah. there's a whole thing you go, that's the Tom Cruise type 100%. They were like, uh, a, a few years ago, everybody was a Tom Cruise guy. The guy right. on, um, uh, what's the, I'm trying to think of the, uh, it doesn't matter. But they were on different shows. There was always a Tom Cruise guy on each show. And I'm like, they're just hiring <laughs> that guy <laughs> over and over and over. But, that, but it's you know, true. And that, there's so many actors that were influenced. I think, I think it was Tom Hanks who said he was influenced by Bill Murray. And you see a little Murray yeah. and Hanks, you know, in the early work that Hanks did. And, I, I, Michael but, Keaton too. Yeah, yeah. but exactly. The three of them, they were they were all kind of came out and look if Bill Murray was going to pass on the new meatballs, I felt like Hanks and Keaton and then all of a sudden Correct. Keaton became huge and then Hanks it's a weird deal and then Hanks became the biggest of the three. Straight. Correct. So and, I, and, let's and, go back yeah. you just are able to get the like some of these just come to you and they're magic. Like I always so tell people is, when I do yeah. when I do impressions and talk about the part two. When I do impressions, I people think I can just do one out of the blue, and I go, "No, I, I'm a magician, not a wizard." You right. apparently are a wizard. I am a wizard, <laughs> and it's time you learn that, Frank. I called you the master. You are now calling me the wizard, and we're both right. I think. Uh, honestly, this sounds like I, a KKK meeting now. <laughs> not, not a lot Should of I Jewish guys. The yeah, wrong, yeah. yeah, I uh, no, I, I I would say uh, 20, 30 percent I work on, 70 come to me. And I noticed this when I was a kid, and my first impressions, I'm sure it's for you guys, were the teachers. For me, if I'm admiring yeah. someone, either for good or bad reasons, when I really get obsessed with someone. I absorb them and then they just come out of me. Yeah. I'll never forget as a kid seeing the fly. And I went back five times. I've never done that with any other movie. I was so obsessed with Goldblum and his acting. Who is this actor? And the movie was so creepy and cool that by the third time I left the theater, I was just going, uh, yes, 
yes, yeah. I'm working on something. I'm working on something that will change the world as we know it. You know, so I just I became him. I didn't work on that. I didn't look in a mirror, and I hope I know yeah. Frank or and John. None of you guys look in a mirror because that kills it, right? Uh-uh. I I Can't used to when I was younger. I, I no, stopped. you have to feel it. You know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. But when if I you, first if, started, I would to oh, see okay. it because I was uh, I wasn't confident in what I was doing. Oh, that's and fine. Now, but you I know better know than anyone. You know better than anyone. You look in a mirror, you see Frank, and then it's over. Yeah. yeah. yeah By the I, way, I, speaking I, of speaking of. Uh, favorites. The Bush is my favorite. We can't end this show without one. Eyebrows There it is, Hakuna Potato. I got <laughs> another one. And, and Toledo keeps sending me messages. We're like a, an hour and twenty to an hour and thirty already. This okay, we're done. We're done. No, no, no. Um, I've heard we it a couple have times. The you... David story. Oh, oh, next show. Next show. No, we'll, we'll, then we'll tell next you the Daryl Hammond story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have, we have a whole weirdest Daryl Hammond story of all time. Oh, I can't uh, wait. By the way, uh, the people will demand another one of these. So it Oh, no, no, we'll you're absolutely. Back. I've already got oh, you no. booked for about four. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not, you know, it's not, it's the Frank Caliendo cast. I got a little juice here. I think, Frank, I'll speak for everybody. Congratulations, you're hired. Yeah. That's so nice. But I got to be on. honest with you. I got to be honest with you guys. I blew my wad. I'm out. <laughs> That's all you got. I'm, I'm one and done. That's all. And I, I have no other impressions to, to, to so I saw this. Yes. I, I saw this happen, and I know you did it on television. And I didn't even. I I don't. I don't watch it. I I don't watch a lot of comedy, so I didn't mm-hmm. even know it had happened when it happened. But um, I saw it happen with your teeth a couple times, and oh. uh, man, but <laughs> it started. Very cats popped out, man. Right. And you did that on <laughs> Chappelle. Can I be honest with you for a second, Papa? <laughs> Frank is not just a master, but he's masterful. He's one of the greatest impressionists that ever lived. Rich Little is rolling in his grave, and he's not even dead yet. <laughs> he's rolling too. I did. Grave. I did a thing for Barry one time, and I said, "You're not gonna believe it. Dane Cook just sold out the planet. <laughs> Try and figure out where I'm looking." Uh, by the way, you remember? Oh, go ahead. No, no, just two things that we got to wrap it up. But one thought is what I also love about you, Frank, it's also what Dana Carvey does. You don't just do an impression. You always have something funny behind it. And you just said the Kuna potato. That's freaking hilarious. I don't always have something funny ready to go. What you just did with Barry Katz, it's it's crazy how you always, unless I write it and I write it out, I'm going to do a bit now. It's amazing that you have that. But two, it's well, he, amazing, amazing. But two is why are we doing Barry Katz? We've already lost this audience. Nobody yeah. knows Barry. When Katz. I did, when I did my show, I did a Barry Katz, and wow. he, I told Pollock this too. I know we're rehashing a couple of things, but I had him trying to sign different people on the show. <laughs> I went, I listen. You're amazing. You're incredible. I'm already with you. Next. Yeah, when I tried to sign a pizza guy. I said I went up to the pizza. I goes, "What? Listen, your guy gives a uh, pizza for Mister Katz." I'm like, oh man, listen, this is is that pepperoni? What do you? What do you? Where do you work? Where do you work? He's like, ah, I, I'm at Domino's. What if I told you I could get you in at Papa John's? <laughs> I remember Frank. He always used to say, can I be honest with you for a second, Papa? So it's extra funny. But you have to set it up that this was all of our managers, Chappelle, yeah. Louis. 
this was a manager back in New York. You can't just do a guy. You did uh, you did that impression once with Ralphie May and me, Frank. And Ralphie goes, that sounds fucking good. I feel like I just lost money. Oh, my <laughs> God, is that good. Wow, is that good. See, we wow. do the stuff that you do, too, because John interviews all the comedians. I, I always go Regan. Regan's one of my favorites. Because everybody does that over the top. Gonna gonna go over there. Gonna go. Gonna get their donut lady. But it's the in between stuff. Hey, you know I was over at the. Uh, I was over at Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. You ever been Dunkin' Donuts? Gonna go oh. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, Gotta go God. there. On Krypton, yeah. the big red one was the sun. Superman didn't have his powers, you know? Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Has he ever seen that? That's amazing. Yeah, I, I did it for him at an air, at O'Hare Airport in the morning. He's like, hey, I got my, I, uh, I got to talk to my kids, okay? Well, don't go talk to <laughs> my kids now. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up. We will do this again. So now, you didn't do a proper intro. Would you do a proper outro? Would you wrap it up nicely like you're hosting a show? You don't want right to do the Larry David story? It's literally an hour and a half. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been fantastic. Elon Go Elon Gold, you can uh, find him on his the new show you're doing from the bunker. Yeah, it's a live show called uh, My Funny Quarantine from the bunker. Um, uh, yeah, six thirteen p.m. Uh, specific, uh, Pacific, specific, Pacific, and my special <laughs> streaming on Amazon Prime. And just just Google, go to YouTube. There are clips and fun things, and the me interviewing. Myself as Jeff Goldblum is a very popular clip. You're, uh, somebody oh, showed cool. me that years and years ago uh, when I was doing my show, uh, Frank TV. Somebody brought that over to me, or I don't remember how. It, I'm like, oh God, is this good? This is. Thank you. It might have been before. You. It had to have been before I did my show. It was somewhere, Frank maybe it was Mad TV or something. I, I but guys, that. you got to have me back. <laughs> you got to do this again. <laughs> we got to do this again sometime. Yeah, fantastic. I, mean, I had so much fun. You guys are awesome. Again, thank you. I had no idea. I knew you were funny. I didn't thank know you could take over and just let us relax. <laughs> thank, thank you, buddy. Thank really, you, buddy. really. I appreciate it. This is when John started doing this show with me. Was when I started trying again. Right. And <laughs> when I because he's you don't understand how good he's amazing. I could tell. Yeah, yeah you start. You start to see. But he's. I could see it. He, he likes to write stuff, too. He was talking about that a, about a week ago. He's like, I just like to write sometimes and not even be in stuff. Mm -hmm. And his observations are a key. But You're lucky to have him. Yeah, but that's some of the stuff we go back and forth. But that's why I, I love having him on. But you, I've never seen, I don't think anybody, like Pollock did his own thing and maybe we cut him off some, but you, I, I, I could have just sat here and watched the whole time. That's so yeah. nice. Thank you. And can you send me a link of the Pollock thing? <laughs> no, really. How do I see it? Uh, you don't know how to. That's Pollock, we just have little pieces because we actually had to have him on an iPhone, so we didn't even do this yet. Oh, uh, You're the first okay. person we're doing this okay, with. Good. Put this all. Um, put I this think all people up. will like this. Put it out oh, there yeah, this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right, guys, you're you're amazing. And Be I'm on your show. I'm on your show this week, this coming. Damn Wednesday. right, I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, you just have to. I'll text you. You just have to. Oh no, you're bad with technology. Six thirteen. This is six thirteen specific. Right, that's hilarious. But that's the hilarious. other part, well, it really is specific. That's Ronald uh, yeah. to Freud again. We're back. By the uh, way, the reason it's 613, it's a significant number, and most of my fans are Jewy fans, so it's a number in, in the Torah. Whatever. I was going to ask Jewish if that's what it was, and yes. you used to do these Jewish, Jewish shows with um, Rothpan, right? Does Roth oh, boy. Oh, oh, man. I was opening for Jeff Rothpan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. Oh, man. Ah, oh, that's oh. funny. That's All funny. Right, so, yeah. 
yeah, yeah so I, I know, all Rob, you have to do, all you have to do is go on Instagram Live at six thirteen, whatever specific your time is, and just hit like five five minutes into the show, just hit uh, hello, and then it says request Elon to be on live, and then I hit yes, and then you're split screen with me, and we have fun. This is it's three four minutes, so it's not a whole it's it's no a no brainer. I'll just beg you to do some of my favorites. You'll say hi to the Jews. And that's it. <laughs> All right. But that's Wednesday. Everybody's looking forward to that. No, it was uh, that's so good. And thank you. Will so you much. know how to do that? Are you really that not technology? It asked me to pay. I'm not paying to watch. No, no, not that. You're right. I got off, I got off that platform. It was okay. horrible. It was horrible. Now like I'm on he sends Instagram. me a link. He sends me the link and it says you can sign in with tokens. I didn't have any tokens. It so was, it was so like, stupid. do I have to pay for this a lot? It was, was like, so stupid. I said, I'll give you the five bucks back, but it was so stupid. Now on Instagram. No, wait, you I... never offered the five bucks back. <laughs> okay, I did to everybody else. Because you do well. You do well. But I'll show you text where I said, I'll pay you the five dollars back. Just go on it. But anyway. Listen, I, I realized that everyone was complaining to me going, it's, I don't care about the five bucks. It's just logging Instagram live. You hit a button. Boom. Oh, Elon's on live. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You had and to then, sign up and I'm not signing up. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but do you have Instagram at least? Yes. yes. I know you do. I watch you on there. So just go to my live at 613 or whatever your time is. And then five minutes in, I'll riff for five minutes and then just hit. Re hello and then request and I'll accept and we'll have fun awesome. for a few minutes. All right, love you guys. Take care. Great. Great. Thank you, Max. Thanks, okay, bye. Great meeting you, John. You too. Thank you.